this is the Exploring Happiness podcast. Let's get happier together. Hello, another episode. And with you again. Well, and with me. Today, it's all about healthy habits. So I'm still working my way through my little mini-series, Intentional Activities to Make Us Happier. Being healthy has been shown to really improve happiness. And I think we all know that. That's why we struggle with eating healthier and trying to cut out sugar and then eat it all again and trying to cut out alcohol and then having a lot of that again and trying to sleep uh, and that really doesn't work and trying to exercise. Well, sometimes you know, I'm talking like in a negative, but I mean, a lot of people have improved that, me included. Um, but it is a struggle, but I think we all struggle with that because we know it just makes us happier. It's kind of the, how do I say that? Maybe the soil for happiness. So if the body isn't happy, Because it doesn't get proper food, it doesn't get moved, it doesn't get rested, it doesn't get hydrated properly, it doesn't like get looked after very well. Well, then the soil is really bad for any happiness seeds. So we have to work with the soil, we have to improve the soil, <laughs> so to speak. And so I'm talking about eating, drinking, sleeping and resting and moving. Let's start with eating. I'm pretty sure nothing of that is new to you. So I'm going fairly quickly through it. And I'm going to go through my experiences. Your eating habits might be picture perfect. Mine were definitely not. I started messy. I became better. And just because, you know, I, for example, try to cut down something, doesn't mean you have to do that. Uh, I think the general rule is just to nourish our body you know, just give our body the fuel in terms of eating, in terms of food, um, that really nourishes it, that gives it vitamins and um, fiber and uh, whatever it needs to be fueled and to run smoothly. And we all know processed foods, sugar, refined sugar, processed, processed sugar, too much meat, too much salt, they, they don't help our body to run smoothly. Plus, plants really help against all kinds of inflammation, which is really causing stress for our body, or actually inflammation is also caused by stress because we are so stressed by this world. And then at some point, our body just builds up heat, little fires to burn out all that stress. And plants really help with that. Plants deliver a lot of nutrients, well, all kinds of nutrients. They deliver uh, fiber. And uh, I'm talking about vegetables um, and, um, and fruit, but also nuts and all kinds of uh, plant-based uh, foods. I also think that it comes a little bit down to processed foods, sugar, and too much salt, is it's too easy for our body. It gets all the stuff already without doing much for it. It needs the plants to kind of exercise a little bit. It takes much longer for the digestion system to break down plants. 
so the, it has to work on it. it. There's a lot of stuff in there, a lot of nutrients which have to be dismantled and then transported to the, the parts of the body that need them. And just providing our body with that is such a strong foundation to be happier, to be able to be happier, to not suffer from sugar crashes and hangriness and brain fog and all these things. Even if you're not eating perfectly, the more you go away from those foods which are not good for you to, towards usually plant-based foods, and that doesn't mean that you can't eat meat. It just means that your focus is on plant-based uh, meals and vegetables and putting a lot of vegetables and uh, fruit and nuts and plants <laughs> into your diet. Next is drinking. Sugar, alcohol, caffeine, I guess, are the baddies. I actually have stepped completely away from caffeine. I had never thought that I'd do that. I also didn't drink much caffeine, so I had a coffee per day. But since I went decaf, and I, I still like the bitter taste of coffee, so I went decaf. And and that has done a lot of benefit for me. So, so I had sleep problems that might have contributed a little bit to alleviate my sleep problems. But I also found that I really didn't need the caffeine. I don't want the caffeine to push me up. I want to have a proper rested body, well-fueled through good foods, and not something like, like a like a rundown body which just needs coffee and to push it up and then do something which I don't even know if I want to do that uh, if I don't have the energy for that. I don't think everybody has to quit caffeine. That is something I found for myself. Alcohol, I, I do like alcohol from time to time. I just have to have really cut it down. I struggle with sugar and alcohol has a lot of sugar. I think it's just depleting my body too quickly. Uh, like It's not that I don't have any sugar or alcohol. It's just I have to be really careful with it. I tend to do too many things. I take tend to do too little breaks, too few breaks. Uh, and then my body craves sugar, I think, to just, you know, keep running and get some quick energy. And then I run too fast, too long, and I'm exhausted and uh, burnt out too quickly. So I'm careful with sugar and alcohol and caffeine. But I think everybody has to find their own balance. I I don't believe in quitting it all together. I always think like find your own moderate level and also know why you're doing it because it is better. It feels better for you and you can do things you actually want to do and not just procrastinate or do things but don't feel the pleasure and the joy. Just tick it off a list and that's it. Not sure if that speaks to you. But yeah, I'm I'm careful. I'm careful with those. Uh, I also think, and I did that for a long time, it's uh, always easy to find that as a solution. Oh, the day was crap. So now I have uh, have some alcohol, some sugar. And then the next day, <laughs> oh no, uh, I'm, I'm so tired. And then you have caffeine. Um, so it's kind of living on drugs. So I'm not sure how you feel about it but it doesn't sound like you can be really happy with that i think you are just living over your resources and um, i think uh, being happy means that your resources your bodily resources your energy is quite well balanced and then water 
with drinking comes always the thing like water. I mean, a lot of people drink more than enough water. I had some times where I think I drank a little bit too much water. I was like, oh, more water. I don't feel good. So more water, more water, more water. I think at some point I was actually just uh, washing out all the nutrients of my body because I was drinking so much water. I think the normal eight standard glasses uh, for grown-ups are a good size or something like one and a half to two liters. Are always, uh, I think, recommendable, uh, and it makes sense because we are sixty percent water. So, if we don't drink enough water and have enough fluids, and I'm not talking juices or any sugary drinks, because then you again imbalance your sugar levels and it might deplete your energy or go for the fast energy, which runs out quicker. And I'm not going very deep into this because this is uh, more like a nutritionist uh, topic, but I'm talking about water so the fluids in the body can keep moving and don't stagnate so that you keep your energy flowing. And that again gives you the opportunity to invest in f into things which make you happy. Then we have sleeping and resting. I believe in a good eight hours sleep, maybe seven but not less if it's less i think it's too little and it happens i mean i struggled with sleep problems for quite a while recently i think we should aim for eight hours and i think we should make time for that and we also should have a wind down i have just recently found a good wind down for myself i expected that i just do all these things turn off a light lie in bed and then i sleep Surprisingly, that, that didn't happen, particularly if I worked uh, until the moment I went to bed. But also if I watched Netflix, because a lot of times then I have to think about all that when I'm in bed. I think to give our body a good chance to be happy, we have to invest the time of eight hours sleep and 30 minutes, but I, was, I think better one hour before in bed. So invest nine hours. Just try it. I research a lot about how to get better sleep. And there's also much about the, the same times. So going to bed in the same time, waking up the same time. And I think we often do that. So, for example, if we always go to bed at 11, it's hard for us if we go like, okay, I really have to catch up sleep. And you go to bed at nine. You lie there awake for one and a half to two hours, probably, because you are used to another time. So what I recommend to be happier, what I found for myself to help me, was really thinking of a time I want to go to bed and the time I want to wake up. And I decided that Six o'clock is a good time for me to wake up, which happens to be good for my day with the kids and my routines. I'm not really a five o'clock in the morning person, but seven o'clock is too late for everything and I just have to rush too much. That's what I found for myself, getting up at six o'clock. And that meant for me to be asleep at 10. And that means that I have to switch out the light at 9.30. I don't always do that, but I'm really close to this. And the more I keep having that routine, the more I wake up easily at six because my body has get gotten used to that. And I also fall asleep easier at 10 because my body has gotten used to that routine. And sometimes on the weekend, I binge watch to 11 and then I sleep to seven. 
but I try to stick to that. So I try not to binge watch until two because my inner body clock will be really confused. So that is a good routine I found for myself. There's also a time between 11 and 1 where the body seems to restore best. So it is good to have that in, in a sleeping routine and not to go to bed at uh, 12, for example. But like I say, that's all things everybody has to figure out for themselves. So the final one, moving. So I like to think back to the cave people. What did they do and how have we evolved from that? Because we haven't evolved that much. I think they were nomadic, so they would walk. And even if they were nomadic, they still would walk. They would walk and they probably would run sometimes, but they would walk. They would just, they don't have a car <laughs> and they have to find berries and hunt mammoths. So they have to do that by foot. I'm a big fan of walking. I'm just not a runner uh, and I'm not a swimmer. And I think everybody has to find that for themselves. But I think moving. So getting the bum off wherever we are sitting and move and do it regularly and move. I speak a lot in terms of energy. And I think when we don't move enough, the energy in our body stagnates. That's how my body feels when I don't move enough. And I'm not even saying exercising because I think moving is, is enough uh, to say. Exercising is sometimes so much effort, but moving. So just bringing a movement into the body. And like I say, I walk. I don't do anything really strenuous because I don't want to. <laughs> I'm quite a lazy person. I'm really talking about getting the energy in your body to move by doing whatever feels right for you. If you are actually not moving enough and you're not exercising, it's simple. Just don't overthink it. Just go around the block or bring the trash out or do something. Just move. Don't go for, oh, I really need to ride 20 minutes a bike or go to the gym or something. Just, I mean, yeah, you can do that too. But just start walking. <laughs> start moving. Or just turn the music on and just dance. Wrapping that all up. Healthy habits as a soil for happiness. So that the body has energy and the mind and soul and spirit all have energy too which help us to then enjoy things more, be more joyful, be more playful, and be, in the end, happier. By eating healthier in the terms of fueling our body so it has the energy to do that and not just quick fix things, but properly filling the machine, fueling the machine to uh, work for us. Drinking, the same, fueling the machine properly sleeping and resting so that we switch off from time to time and just give our body a machine, if I can stay here, the chance to rest for a bit. Our body does a lot of repair work in that time. So give some maintenance time, some repair time and some off time and moving. So we also have to use the machine. I'm really into this machine thing uh, now, but we really have to also use it. If it's just sitting there, but we don't use it then, what's going to happen? It's going to be rusty. <laughs> so move it, move the machine, move the body, just so we, we come back to what I actually mean. All these things are intentional activities to be happier. This is the end of my little mini-series. Next time I talk about the negativity bias, a big topic in all happiness research. And for now, I hope you have a healthy day. You eat some proper plant-based foods, drink a lot of water, 
have a great night rest and sleep of eight hours plus the wind down time and move your body so that you can be happier. As always, you would make me happy if you forward this podcast to somebody who you think might like it. And you can also comment on social media, on Instagram or Facebook or on my website if you have feedback for me and uh, want to discuss a little bit. That's it for today. I talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week when we explore more happiness together.